Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. This is the podcast where we discuss career counselling, career guidance, mental health awareness and mental health training in the workplace. With your hosts, Patrick, Sally, Tina and Amy. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Australia's first ever online workplace mental health induction. You can learn more about a custom induction for your business by visiting www.mentallywellworkplaces.com.au. Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. Today I'm joined by Amanda Bulow, who is the founder and chairperson of Awesome Women in Construction. Now, Awesome Women in Construction is a not-for-profit organization which provides a supportive community for women working in the construction industry, providing personal and professional development and confidence-building opportunities. Welcome, Amanda, to the Careers and Mental Health Conversations podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, I got in touch with you, didn't I? Um, I? I linked with you on LinkedIn because I'd seen something that one of my connections had liked. And I thought, what is this awesome women in construction thing? Yeah, that's right. So we had a quick chat um, the other week. Um, and from there, we found, you know, obviously a number of areas that we simulate. Um, and, you know, the biggest one, I think, was just generally supporting you know, people in general, um, but, you know, our focus with also women in construction is providing that supportive network for women in construction. So, um, and that, um, that's quite a large group of, um, of women in general. Yeah. Now I, I, I usually do a little bit of stalking, um, before I do these podcasts and I saw, I saw a statistic that said that uh, it might be, I don't know how old this statistic was, but that women in construction make up um, un, just under 20%. So it was, I think it was about 17% um, and, and growing in numbers. Yeah, look, some of the, that's probably, that's, uh, some of the older stats that I have was 11% and we're definitely trying to, you know, push it up. So it's great to see that it's, you know, heading up that way with the figures that you've got. But, um, you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, making sure that even though there's, you know, whether it's 11 or 20%, it's not enough. Yeah. Um, and it's not enough definitely in those higher management roles. Um, it's definitely much better than it was when I started in the industry, you know, 20 odd years ago. But, you know, we just need to keep keep working on it. And I think the biggest thing at the moment is providing support for women that are currently in the industry, but also providing an opportunity and a and a hand to those women who are coming through the industry. You know, they're our next generation. Um, we need to show them that, you know, you can have a very successful and fulfilling career in this industry. I love that. And ha- so tell me about your career, um, Amanda. Where, ha- why did you go into construction? Did you stumble into it? Um, and how has your experience been as a woman in the construction industry? Yeah, look, I think it was definitely a stumble. Um, I remember at uni I did a Bachelor of Business um, when I first left high school because that's what you did. Um, And I remember um, one of the topics was that we had to read plans and understand them and understand the refrigeration cooling system. And I'm thinking, what do I need to know this for? You know, I'm never going to do this in my life. And here I am doing, you know, reading plans you know, as part of my everyday, you know, role. So that was good. Um, Yeah, look, I fell into it. I 
was working um, in a coffee shop, you know, having a number of jobs as you do when you're, you know, at uni making ends meet and, yeah, started working um, for um, Henley Properties or Plantation Homes as they're known now and, yeah, went into the office on a casual basis. Before you know it, I was in, you know, doing an administration role um, and I wanted more. So I went and knocked on the estimating manager's door um, after consulting with my HR manager at the time and, you know, within six weeks I was over there, you know, learning how to be an estimator and the rest they say is history. So, Brilliant. And what was it like being young and female and entering um, an industry like construction? Were you treated well? Yeah, I was treated well. Don't get me wrong, you weren't necessarily invited to the boys' lunches and those sorts of things. But then, you know, I didn't, that didn't really worry me so much. You know, we, you did have to work hard. But I think you have to work hard to be successful in anything. Um, you know, but yeah, you put in the extra hours and, but I wanted a career. I wanted to take this to another level. I didn't, I'm not the sort of person that can just sit in an everyday job and do everyday things. So, I was always looking for the next challenge um, and I was fortunate to have started my estimating career in a workplace that was supportive. Um, they also, you know, the guys around, they, you know, you'd all have a banter and a joke and, you know, I loved being part of that as well. Um, but just learning from those um, guys and their experiences because a lot of them had come off the tools um, and were able to show you how to, you know, make sure you're doing it right because I don't have a trade background. So I was always through my whole career happy to take any advice from anybody at any time. Which is probably what stood you in good stead to actually build a career. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, look, I love it. I love the industry. Um, I think it's, um, it's very much a community. Everybody, you know, we all have bad days at our workplaces, but at the end of it, if you need a hand or if somebody... Um, you know, if you see somebody that needs a hand, everybody's there to rally behind them. So that's good. Yeah, that's fab. So what, what prompted you to, um, to start Awesome Women in Construction? So Awesome Women in Construction, look, there was a number of us for probably a few months um, talking about how we should connect, we should catch up, we should do it all separate to our work environments. And I got sick of us talking about that. So um, early, when we returned from work early 2017, um, I sent an email out to the ladies that were on my contacts list in my um, Outlook folder um, and, yeah, just said, hey, let's catch up for breakfast. No formalities. It's purely about us supporting each other. I was missing a connection. Um, and don't get me wrong, I've worked with some amazing male um, construction managers, um, et cetera, over my career, and they've definitely helped me grow. But it's a different conversation. Um, so 14 of us turned up um, in May 2017 to have breakfast. Um, it was great. Everyone had a good time. Afterwards, there was lots of emails saying, can we do this again? So we did it for the next month and we did it. So by the third month, we had um, 43 ladies attending a breakfast just to connect and communicate. So that's when I knew we had something special going on. Yeah, and what kind of things are you finding? I mean, I don't want, don't want to you know, break confidences or anything. I'm just curious about what, what kind of things um, were these women looking for in terms of support? Was it the connection with other women? Were there particular themes and issues that would come up um, and to be talked about? 
yeah, look, there were um, all sorts of different themes that would come up to be talked about. And what was great with the group of ladies that we had then and, and we do have now is that even though we might work for a competitor, whether it's bricks, roof tiles, you know, different building companies, all of that's left at the door. And we're purely there to support each other. So if you're, you know, you might have a staff member who you're trying to get the best out of them, you know, you don't want a performance manage, but you really don't know what other options there are. There is generally somebody within our community or our tribe that is either going through the same thing or has just gone through it, or they may even be from a HR background and can give you some generic, you know, type feedback. Um, some of the other more, um, relaxed, I guess, um, feedback I got from some of those earlier breakfasts were from um, ladies who had um, young families and, you know, it was the fact that they could just simply eat a hot breakfast and enjoy a hot coffee. <laughs> and if yeah. that's what we provided them for that um, morning and that's what set the rest of their day to be a good day, well, then that's what it was for them, you know. So everybody's taking something out of it on completely different levels. That's so good. So there's an opportunity, I guess, if, if you're struggling with something um, to get an external perspective, someone that m may have gone through a similar thing um, or, you know, someone that's got a particular expertise, but it's outside of your organisation, but still in a safe place that, you know, people aren't going to um, you know, go saying that this person has this problem. Um, purely that support is, is what it's all about. Absolutely. And sometimes it's really good to have someone who's outside of the environment mm. that you're in to give you that feedback. You know, it might be something where they're like, have you, you know, sometimes we forget that people have a life outside of the workplace, you know, and connecting with them on that level. And, you know, yeah, sometimes we do just need to have a sit down and, and have that, that external pers person go, have you thought about this? Yeah. Or have we talked to them about that? So yeah, that's great. Um, and I, I noticed as well um, when I was looking at your website that there's professional development opportunities as well. Um, what kind of professional development have you got um, on offer for the women that uh, become members? At the moment, um, because we are unable to have our live events, um, we have a number of um, lunch and learns. So what happens is each week we've got different topics. Um, so we've had topics on resume writing, um, which seems to be a very... Um, uh, top a topic that is very much you know in the front of everything in the moment so we had our first session a couple of weeks ago we're having our second session this week um, we've had topics on you know just um, working from home getting through the turbulence that is at the moment we've got events um, an event this week with a workplace lawyer um, we've got one in a couple of weeks with a lady who um, works with families and just making sure everybody's coherent and and doing what they need to do from a family aspect but particularly at the moment when we're working from home and looking after our families from home and everything just making sure that you know everybody's on the same page but we also need to um accept that sometimes we all needed to find out from everybody yeah. so True. yeah we try to have a large range of um of topics and professional developments and you know some will suit somebody today um, and the best thing is that we record them. Um, we're in the, they're in our um, AWIC members Facebook group. So all our members can go back at any time and have a look at them. Or if they've watched them, you know, when they were live, they can just check on a couple of details. And we're working on putting that on our website um, at the same time. So yeah, lots of right. different opportunities. Yeah, that's great. Um, 
So establishing a not-for-profit, had you ever done that before? Did you have any knowledge of how to do that? No, no. I Look, I thought we'd still be all catching up for coffee, um, but here we are three years later, you know, and, yeah, we're a not-for-profit. So, no, I hadn't um, ever thought I'd start up a business or have any kind of, you know, um, there was never an entrepreneurial dream to create this you know, group of network for women. Um, but after that third event, when we, you know, literally, you know, tripled our, our numbers of ladies coming to a, a simple breakfast event where they could network and share, um, that's when I knew we had something and we had to uh, take it to another level. So, oh, um, look, I've been incredibly fortunate to have some amazing businesses around AWIC since before it was AWIC um, officially, um, who's provided support and provided direction. And, you know, I think that definitely comes back to our networking. You know, it's one of the most important things in our careers that we can do. And without my networking and the community I built around myself, we wouldn't have AWIC where it is today. Yeah, yeah. Um so the process of, of establishing a not-for-profit, you must have spent an awful lot of your own time, your own personal time, um, researching, um, putting the applications in and, and doing everything that's required for that. This is really a passion, isn't it, for you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I um, called up a um, my cousin who's an accountant and said, this is what I've got. What do I do? You know, how do I make it um, something special? Because there's one thing that if I do something, I do it well and I do it properly from the beginning. You know, we don't want to do anything half-assed, as they say. So, yeah, there was a lot of time and a lot of um, energy put into sourcing the right way and how best to set up, um, whether it was a business, whether it was a not-for-profit. Um, but, yeah, we went down the not-for-profit um, lane and, yeah, I don't regret it. But, yeah, there was um, a lot of research done to get there. Yeah, no doubt. And... Mental health obviously is a, a, an area that we're involved in and we know that there are some, well, there are concerning um, statistics out there around mental health, mental illness, suicides in the construction industry. Do you find that the women that you've been engaging with through AWIC or the women that you've worked with in previous roles in construction, do you feel that there is a tendency for women just to be more open about the times that they're struggling um, than men? I know stereotypically we know that men do, do tend to hold back a little bit more talking about how they feel. Have you found that women still have maintained that um, ability to be open even though they are in a male dominated industry does that make sense yeah I think um definitely once they've um come to a few events and they feel a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more you know trusting we don't all just open up to any random on the street mm -hmm. um but absolutely and a lot of the connections um have been made through a personal um level and then the work level comes into it so yeah i think over time um people um do connect and they do you know have that reach but it's also been great in the sense that some of our members and just our regular attendees have reached out to myself and said hey amanda this is what i'm going through do you know anyone in the community you know within your community that's having those same concerns issues or like we talked about mm. have had them and then we can connect them um, that way as well um, so yeah it's it's been um, definitely something that has provided them with that opportunity to open up 
and the opportunities to, you know, to find that support because mm. it's not always it's not always suitable to be able to go to your boss and say, hey, I'm not quite sure how to handle this or how, I, you know, it should be, mm. but it's still not. And mm. sometimes getting that support from outside and then, yeah, you go to your management and you say, hey, look, I've been thinking about this. This is what I think we should do. What are your thoughts on it? Um, and then we go from there. Yeah, it's so needed. For any... Um young women out there that are listening to the podcast that are thinking of embarking on a career in the construction industry you've got 20 years experience haven't you yeah so I reckon you'd be pretty well placed to give some kind of guidance or some kind of advice around the things that you've learned over the last 20 years that have um, um, contributed to your success in the industry. So what advice would you give to any young women thinking about a career in construction? Um, my first advice would be just to pick something. You know, there's so many amazing courses and TAFE workshops and those sorts of things around at the moment. And, you know, we did some workshops with TAFE Queensland earlier this year and the amount of opportunities that are available for you to even try a couple of different trades if that's what you're after or to even, you know, reach out and have a chat to them as well about the different um, career aspects in it. You know, for me, if you're somebody that loves to have um, to work with colour, whether it's stripes and dots and pinks and purples, and then there's fabulous careers waiting for you from an interior design point of view. Um, you know, if you're someone who's great with figures, there's accountants, there's estimators, you know, if you love drawing, there's drafting, you know, you can, there's so many different options that you can do. And I think the first thing is to realise what you like to do. What's your passion? You know, what do you do on a weekend that makes you um, feel happy and get excited? And then there's always a way we can, you know, transfer that into potential opportunities in the industry and you know if there's somebody out there that's thinking about it or aren't quite sure you know I'd encourage you to reach out to us um, you know through our website or through um, you know our Facebook page and just ask us um, there's always somebody willing to help and give you you know if it is interior design that you're thinking about there's always there's a lot of people within our community that would be more than happy to have a quick chat with you and give you some direction and give you some guidance but my first thing is just to you know and if you're not sure just pick something or just apply apply for a job in a building company and from there you'll see all the different opportunities that await for you and you know from there you can pick what you want to do. Yeah, it's so broad, isn't it, the construction it industry? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I went in an administration um, side of things and saw the estimating and thought, mm, let's go and have, give that a go. And, you know, you're working with these amazing colleagues and, yeah, it just gives you a really good taste of what's available. What about for those young women that are reluctant because they feel that it is a male-dominated industry and they feel a little intimidated that they might be exposed to some kind of um, inappropriateness or, um, you know, that the old school mentality that women shouldn't be in these kind of roles? Look, I think um, it definitely has changed, you know, in the 20 years that I've been in the industry and there's a lot more, um, I'm going to use the word acceptance um, of us coming in. Um, and, you know, there are a lot more estimators now than there ever were and a lot more female draft people than there ever were were before even construction site supervisors you know there's amazing females out there that are doing all these sorts of things so look 
I think I can't sit here and say that it's not going to happen because it happens in any industry at the moment still. But you need to, you know, you do need to have a thicker skin. Um, and, you know, there's no, I'm going to say there's no room for princesses in the construction industry. <laughs> there's no room for princesses in any bloody industry no. other than the royal family. <laughs> That's exactly right. But, you know, you do have to work hard. But like I mentioned before, if you want to be successful in anything, you have to work hard. So it doesn't matter if you're male or female. And, you know, some days are going to be easier than others. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, when I first took on that estimating journey, there were days where I'm thinking, oh, my God, what have I done? You know, is it, you know, is it going to get better? And then about six months in, somebody asked me a question and I didn't need to look up the answer. And I'm like, yeah, I've totally got this, you know. So <laughs> before you know it, you're off and racing, so. Yeah, yeah. But you are right. There's no, there is no, there's no place for, for being precious in, in any industry. Um, and there is a line between friendly banter and, yes. and overstepping the line. And it's quite a clear, um, a clear line. And I think that the banter and the fun that you must have in your industry, because I mean, I'm married to a, um, I married a bricklayer oh, yeah. who's now a state manager. And, um, you know, over the years, I, I've been exposed to, you know, the banter and the brilliant sense of humour yeah. in the construction industry, which I personally think is hilarious. Um, and yeah, sometimes it might go near the mark, but there is a clear, there is a clear line. And I think, you know, it's important that, that young women don't mix up that, you know, friendly banter that's meant for a joke um, um, and anything that moves further in. And I actually don't think that it's anything that oversteps the line is tolerated anymore. And we have those lines in our own um, friend circle, yeah. you know, so it's no different at the workplace, um, you know, and the other thing, it's, it's about respect. Yeah. It's about respect for, you know, when, if for those that you work with, not so much, you know, we need to respect everybody we work with, um, but also remembering that our CEOs, our janitors or our cleaning ladies or the receptionist or everybody in that office puts their pants on one leg at a time every morning. So we're no, you know, we're no different from a status point of view. It's the old thing, treat everybody how you want to be treated and everything will be fine. And yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a good friendly banter in the office. And it does create morale and you want an office that's fun. You want an office that you want to go to every day. You don't want to be driving into your workplace and the closer you get thinking, oh, what am I going to have to deal with today? You know, you, you just don't deserve that. So, yeah, you definitely want to have fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, so events that you've got coming up. So you've got the second of your resume writing events coming up, haven't you? And that's with Gillian Kelly, isn't it, from Outplacement? I know Gillian and, and Adrian. They did uh, mental health first aid with me. Um, oh, great. Yeah, very, they're brilliant. They are a really, really good support. So um, the second of the resume writing, um, Lunch and Learns, what, what other events have you got coming up? Um, and what other events have you got planned so that if people are wanting to, to join a, um, the Awesome Women in Construction, we'll talk about how to do that in a second, um, what things that they, they might be able to look forward to? Yeah, so all of our events for um, April and May are on our Facebook 
um, events page. So shoot over there, you'll be able to find it by typing in AWIC and it'll pop up. Um, and then yeah, our events are also on our website page, which is awic.org.au. Um, so yeah, all of our lunch and learns for the next um, six weeks are up there. Um, the other thing that we're doing on the first and third Friday evenings is having our networking drinks after work. You know, we'd all normally head out on a Friday afternoon after work and just have a quick drink quick debrief on the week that was um so we're doing those via zoom um so they're up there um on our events page as well so um yeah we're doing it all virtually at the moment but i cannot wait until we can uh, be getting out there and these restrictions are at least relaxed a little bit so that even if i can only have 20 people at an event i will be the first um out there with 20 people and we'll grow it as as we're able to but uh Look, there's nothing, um, yeah, I, I can't wait until we can get back out there and uh, have some networking events and, you know, build those relationships on a different level again. Because you love networking, don't you? you? You found that networking has helped your career immensely. When we, we were talking on the phone, you, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, look, um, I'm always, um, I'll go, I have an, I had an old boss who used to say I'd go to a letter opening, um, but my response to that is you never know what's written on the letter. Um, yeah, and a lot of my um, roles over my career um, have, you know, come from that networking circle or have come from, you know, you might be at a, um, a networking event, whether it's a race day or football or whatever, and, you know, you're talking to someone about what you do and how you do it and, you know, then they say, oh, you know, it'd be great for you to come up, you know, be part of our team. And a lot of the time you brush it off because, you know, you might have had a couple of drinks and, you know, we all say something different then. But <laughs> a lot of, you know, but also my roles have come from those connections, you know, and mm. if it's not somebody in my first line and somebody in the second line who, you know, when they say, oh, we need, a, you know, an estimator to do this, they're like, oh, well, I know someone. So, yeah, it's it's incredibly important. And, look, I don't care if I'm on, you know, the DC list um, to be invited to something as long as I'm on a list. Um, and, yeah, if it's the night before, you, you say yes because you, you just don't know who's going to be at that at that event you know yeah. you really don't and um it, yeah take your business cards take your elevator pitch have a good solid handshake and go and meet the next group of people that can help you in your career you yeah. know um or as it turned out you know can help you grow a week yeah, I think that is such good advice. Even when, when people think, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm fairly okay and fairly stable in the role that I'm in, um, when you're networking, you're constantly being opened up to other opportunities as well that you might not have even given any consideration to. And you could just meet, see, and now and again, you'll meet someone too, I think, that you, it's just so easy to get on with, so easy to connect with. Um, and that you get that from that you have an ally um, and then any other connections that you make you know when you think oh I, I do know somebody who does that I might give them a ring I remember meeting them at, at that event um, and there you go you've got you know another opinion another perspective and somebody else's knowledge to draw on absolutely and that's where some of my um, mentors have come from as well you know those networking opportunities and you know I haven't necessarily worked with all of them but they've all been 
um, open to a conversation. And it's not something where, you know, it's like a friendship where you, you know, are in touch with them all the time. Some of the mentors I've got um, have lasted, you know, the whole 20 years or more. Mm. And you only catch up every few years, you know, or you might see each other at a networking event. And then you organise a coffee and then you kind of, you know, go back to your corners and you do what you do. But being able to keep in touch with those people or know that you can call them at any time and they're happy to listen. And a lot of the time that's all you're after is someone just to hear what's going on, listen to it. And sometimes just talking it out loud with somebody else can give you that sense of um, either appreciation or, yeah, you know what, I might be over exaggerating that or, or whatever the case may be. And yeah. Or validation. Yeah. Maybe that is an issue. Yeah. Um, and the other value I think that's in networking is that you, you can get come into contact with people that can introduce you to people that will be helpful. And so I would imagine that for your members, that's a massive plus. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, you know, um, about connecting on LinkedIn, you know, that's our business to business platform. Um, and just, you know, going on to somebody else's LinkedIn profile and have a look and see who they're connected with um, and asking them to connect you, you know, um, there's nothing better than having someone introduce you to somebody else, you know, I sure agree. you can go onto the LinkedIn page and connect with them, but it's like a cold call to me. Mm. If you have that person, you know, if you have Sally introducing you to Tom from, I don't know, Tom's confectionery warehouse or wherever they are, it's, it's opening that door a whole lot easier. Um, and particularly when we're able to go back out and have a coffee for me, um, meeting somebody face to face over a coffee is incredibly important. The first time um, we're all doing a lot more with zoom um and other um meeting you know platforms at the moment and and i think they're fantastic if you've got that existing relationship but nothing beats meeting somebody for the first time over a coffee and you know you can just connect better mm, yeah build rapport establish yeah. the relationship um what are you finding is um, an issue at the moment for construction, uh, the construction industry in relation to coronavirus um, and us being uh, in lockdown um, and the effects uh, on the economy um, and construction? Are you hearing stories of people that, that are struggling right now? Yeah, there's lots of um, individuals, large and small businesses that are struggling at the moment. You know, their main... Um, way of getting house deposits you know through sales centers has stopped mm -hmm. um so although we've been the industry has been classed as an essential service and we're still able to build on site there will come a time and i'm and I don't think it's too far away, you know, in the sense of, you know, four to eight weeks where we haven't, as an industry, you know, as a residential construction industry, we haven't had those um, buckets filled up with deposits, you know, probably since about the end of February, early March. Um, so, you know, the, the contracts haven't necessarily been going out in the volumes that they have been in the past. So we will see a slowing on site, um, and that is incredibly um, scary or mm. you know we're all just a little bit nervous about that because it has been fortunate that we've been able to continue working on site you know a number of businesses have um, stood down staff or you know if they were full-time staff they've been asked to um, reduce their hours down to three days a week um, some have taken 
um, some have been made redundant, you know, there's all those sorts of things. And the industry had had a really tough 18 months before Corona hit, you know, we were all kind of very happy to see the end of 2019 go. And we were really excited to see 2020 come because sales deposits in the December, 2019, January, February, 2020 were looking strong and then Corona hit. So mm -hmm. it kind of feels like the rug's being ripped out from underneath us on some level. Um, so yeah, but you know, we're strong. We're a resilient group of people and we will survive it and we will come out bigger and better. And, and I think, you know, there will be a lot of businesses who, you know, have, you know, if we use the word pivoted in inverted commas, you know, and reassessed what they can do, how they can do it, they will come out stronger. Um, and that's only, um, you know, that's fantastic for our industry. Um, there's some that have just been struggling for the last 18 months and this is just, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hopefully they can re-enter the, um, the industry in another way. You know, there's lots of, to me, there's lots of positive things that have come out of the coronavirus. You know, if we all want to, you know, be doom and gloom and find a reason not to get out of bed, that's very easy at any time without corona. But, you know, I think, and I'm hopeful that a lot of businesses who have said in the past that, you know, working from home in the construction industry isn't an option, they're doing it at the moment. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I think we all need to get back to the workplace and we all need to get back to that community and that fun environment and whatnot as well. But I would like to hope that businesses will be more open to working from home. You know, if somebody's sick, send them home for the week. Let them work from home for the week. You know, if somebody's looking after um, a sick child or an elderly family member, I just hope they don't forget that it worked working remotely today. Mm. So why do we have to go back to the no that we had in December 2019? Fantastic. Do you know, as I'm listening to you speak there, I'm thinking to myself, from a mental health perspective, when there is so much uncertainty um, and we're hearing you know, stories of people that are losing their jobs or having their hours reduced or their salaries reduced to, to get through this, there, if ever there was a time we should be connecting with people like you and people like the, 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 the community that you've got in Awesome Women in Construction. This is it. This is the time when we need people around us that, that are supportive. And, and, and I really would urge any women, whatever role they have in construction, if you're looking for your tribe when times are tough, I think this is it. So tell me um, and everyone, Amanda, about how people can become member of um, Awesome Women in Construction because I think what you're offering is a really fantastic support for people. Yeah, so you're able to go over to our um, website, um, which is aweek.org.au, and over there there are a couple of different um, levels of membership. So there's the um, Everyday Aweek membership, which is there, and then also we've got a corporate membership so that if your business or your workplace um, is interested in joining a number of you, then that would be fantastic as well. So all of those details are over on our website. Um, if you have any questions at any stage, please feel free, feel free to reach out. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's about connecting um, with people who get it. Mm. You know, like if you're, there's a number of ladies in the industry or in AWIC who their husbands aren't in the construction industry. And right now, you know, they just don't, they just can't go home and pull their hearts out about how crap 
their day mm. was mm. or at any time, you know. So that's the community that we provide because sometimes, as bad as it sounds, knowing somebody else is having a crappy day yeah. is enough to get you through your crappy day because tomorrow the sun will come up um, and we have to remember that. But, yeah, it's absolutely now more than ever um, you know, there's women, you know, I can relate to being made redundant. You know, some of the ladies um, at the moment, some of them have worked for their business or with their companies for 20 years and have now, you know, been put um, from five days a week work down to three days a week work. Now, that's not a redundancy, but if you haven't ever faced something like that or ever had something like that happen in your career, it's a huge shift. It's a sh and it's a huge shock. And the biggest thing that we have to remember right now and at any time with the redundancy is that it's got nothing to do with our performance. Mm. It's just, unfortunately, the business needs to, you know, shed some dollars and, you know, there's a ledger somewhere with our name on it. And yeah. we're incredibly fortunate at the moment that not everybody has been made redundant and some of us have just been put on reduced hours, mm -hmm. um, which isn't necessarily a comfort when you've got to, you know, you've got to pay the bills. The phone bill comes in and the rego comes in and the rates comes in, but it could be a whole lot worse. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's incredibly important. See, and if you're, if you're networking regularly with people in your industry, then you have an, also have an opportunity to keep your ear to the ground when opportunities for work comes up. Absolutely, because a lot of the roles um, in the industry aren't necessarily advertised. You know, it's knowing somebody at a networking event or it's somebody, you know, who might be a state manager of a company that rings me and says, hey, Amanda, I've got a business that needs an estimated, you know, somebody or, you know, is there somebody in your community who does this, you know? So, yeah, it's... um. It's absolutely like that. And it happens the other way around as well. You know, you may be looking for an administrator or a receptionist or, you know, whatnot. And, you know, you can see the talent pool mm. that is within the AWIC community, you know, and, you know, not a lot of um, employers might like us to say that. But if, you're, if your team are happy and they're engaged in where they are, then you don't have to worry about that you know, talent pool being, you know, dipped into. But That's right. Yeah, it's there from both sides of the fence. So good. Well, I, I could keep talking to you, but I'm not going to. Uh, because I know that time is really, really precious. I really did enjoy talking to you on the phone, which we, it's all we've done. This is literally the first time I've met you face to face, like yeah. virtually to have a chat. I so enjoy talking to you on the phone, which was why I invited you to come on the podcast. And it's been really, really interesting to talk about the work that you're doing. And I think it's people like you that um, are really instrumental in, in, in pioneering in making changes and bringing awareness and things to the forefront. So, um, you know, women in construction, you are awesome. Um, and I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Amanda. Thank you so much for, for joining us on our podcast. No, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like us to appear in your feed, please hit the subscribe button and you're also welcome to leave us a review. For more information, visit careerdevelopmentcentre.com.au.